The Barrage Sports Show. Yo, what's up, everybody? We back. It's all about the NBA Finals. Lakers, Houston, 1-1. And I don't know, man. Are the Lakers too old? Is the reign of the king over? I'm going to be honest, man. I think they're a little too old now. They look a little lethargic at times. They look a little slow at times. I think they're winning just purely off of probably the greatest player of all time, LeBron James. But the way this team is assembled, I don't know if they're going to get out of this series. I'm kind of switching my pick. I think Houston going to get them because the Lakers just seem too old, too slow. Wow. I, I don't know if they – they definitely are an older team. They got a lot of vets. They do look lethargic, you know, as a – I have seen that too. But I just think they're bored. I think they just they're like it's like a uh, one of those big cats they play with their food. I think that's what's going on. Like Portland, not a threat. Houston, not a threat. They're just playing around. They'll let them get a game or two, but they know they're the better team. Because when they do turn it on, they put them away every time. When they when they turn it on, twenty point, thirty point lead. Uh, we saw it in the first round. We saw it in game two, and. But and then when we saw in the beginning of the bubble, when they played the Clippers, they came out the gate and they put them away. So I think when they get to that next round, when they play the Clippers or the Nuggets, now that's a team that's really in trouble. The Clippers, your team, but I think I think you'll see a different level of intensity when they when they turn the switch completely. See, but the thing about Houston, you know, it's some it's some animals a big cat could play with. And then there's some animals like that wild buffalo that that lion can't play with. And when they play around with that, a lot of times that big wild buffalo take them down. So Houston could be one of those teams, man, because of that three-point shot, because of that small ball. And Houston has been since the start of the bubble. And I know this might sound strange. I see uh, UFOs and flying saucers and aliens right now. Houston has been the best defensive team probably in the league since wow. the restart, which I don't know if I've, I've, I've ever would say that about a Mike D'Antoni team, but they can they can play some defense, and it's not shut down physical defense, but it's shooting the gaps, being in the right place at the right time, using their speed to their advantage, making steals. So I don't know, man. I think the, I think the big lion is being hunted instead of being the hunter. Yeah, uh, credit you do have to give credit to Houston. Uh, they are hustling on defense. Uh, even guys like James Harden, you know, who's been known as not a good defender, he had the uh, big defensive play to to win the last round. So, yep. yeah, Harden Harden's been stepping up. It, guys like Eric Gordon, these guys are known as defenders, but they they're looking really good. They're playing hard. You gotta love that. But let's be serious. You know, when you going against LeBron. You question if the rain is over. He's still the best player in the NBA, and it doesn't even look like he's trying hard out there yet. Um, you know, he, he's putting up better numbers than all the other guys that are close to him, that, that people are saying are close to him. Easy triple doubles. And like I said, it's it's not – I think they're just bored because every time they, they flip that switch – they put them away, and then they let them come back, and then like, oh, I guess we'll close out the game. I, I I don't like that personally. I think you should just blow them out and just leave them down. But that's what it that's what it looks like to me. Okay, well, you play with fire, you can get burned, bored or no bored. I mean, we still talking about two MVPs on Houston, Russell Westbrook and the Beard. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm going with the Rockets, man. I'm telling you, I know what I said last week. But after giving it the eyeball test, I think the Rockets going to upset the Lakers, which would be mm. just magic for me, man. I'll be so happy. Oh, when isn't that ironic? Magic. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think LeBron is the type of person to play around even when he's bored. Mm. He's a different type of athlete. He has the eye of the tiger. I just think the Rockets are the Rockets at the end of the day. I don't, But I don't think you know LeBron and them are playing it cool because they're, they're bored. Okay, that's that's what it seems like. But I think the Rockets have even bigger questions than the Lakers. And this this is a question I have. You got Russell Westbrook, who 
throughout his career has had issues closing games, closing series. Um, it's the reason why KD left in the first place. We all know what happened there. Do you think it's a part of James Harden that secretly wishes he could try this small ball out with Chris Paul? Mm. I don't know, man. I, they were so salty when they left. You know, the first year was magical. Yeah. They had Golden State down 3-1. If Chris Paul wasn't in the game late in the game when the game was over and then pulled that hammy, I think they probably could have won a chip that year. Because if you get past Golden State, that confidence would have been through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we're looking at the champs. But man, the 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 last year, man, they just they weren't in sync, man. They looked like they didn't even like each other on the court. I mean, they was fussing, they was giving each other the strange eye. Um, so I gotta admit that first year together, they it, they they played well together, mm-hmm. or it might even been their second season. But whatever the case, they played well together. I don't, I don't, I think James Harden is having a lot more fun with Russell Westbrook. But the thing about Russell Westbrook, man, he is out of control, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could shoot you in a game. He could shoot you out. He is the wildest point guard with that type of talent. I'm talking about three straight seasons, this guy averaged a triple-double. This guy's an MVP. But yep. he is the wildest, top-level superstar I've ever seen. He is wild, man. And I think he's cost him a few games in the playoffs. It easily, uh, like I said, it's been this all been all throughout his career. You know, um, you know, this is the reason why KD left. It's it's the reason why they never got over that hump, even though they had so much talent. And now OKC was willing to trade him, even though he was that franchise guy. And now that he's on the Rockets, it's, it's the same story. And it's it's weird with Westbrook because normally when guys fold. You know, or aren't clutch is because they shy away from the moment. Or, but Westbrook, it's like the opposite. He's like <laughs> yeah. he's too hype yeah. for the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll just yeah. like run and try to do a three sixty. Then throw it out of bounds. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if that's coaching. I don't know if, but I think it's just the way he is. But seeing how CP three played last round. Putting the team on his back almost came up with the upset. How do you think this team would be if we had that first year Harden, CP3, that first year chemistry with this small ball lineup? Do you think do you think this series with the Lakers would be any different? To be honest, I think they'll be right where they are. Mm. Because Harden, because they're a better defensive team, even though CP3 is a great defender, CP3 is a great leader, but they didn't like each other, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when I say they, I meant Chris Paul and James Harden. I'm not saying they're mortal enemies, but they just didn't seem to have any fun playing. Yeah, like the chemistry. The chemistry. Yeah. And when you don't have that, at least James James Harden, the beard, who's mm-hmm. one of the most prolific scorers in the history of the NBA. Let's mm-hmm. give him his props for that. I mean, he's created the the the, the drop back shot. The, he basically mastered the art of traveling on a jump shot. Yep. He, can, he travels <laughs> almost like half the time to get a shot off. But I think they're having a lot of fun, and I think the team now really likes each other. With PJ Tucker, you know, they got Clint Capella out of the way, and I think they have a lot of fun. So I think they would be kind of in the same spot, or, and I think they might even be a little bit better off. But with that being said, Russell Westbrook could he could he could he could mess it up for you, man. You know, you have fun with him; he could shoot you in, but he could shoot you out, man. He is yeah. so unpredictable. You know, I think they might have to, and this is gonna be hard to do when a guy's making the kind of money he's making, but. Mike D'Antoni, last year's contract, you got a chance to maybe get to the Western Conference Finals. You know, it's it's 1-1 right now. Do you bench Russell Westbrook in the clutch? Yeah. Yeah, because when they started off the series with OKC and Russell Westbrook was out, they played some good ball, man. When he came back, he almost jagged that series for him. 
Yeah. I mean, he two games, uh, two two games, games, I, games. I think uh, five and six. I think they won uh, five, lost six, but he tried his best to to lose both those both those games for him. And I think you you if you're gonna be a champion, if he goes wild style, <laughs> you know, in that last <laughs> in that last two three minutes, and it's a tight game, everything on the line. D'Antoni might have to man up and, and, and sit him down for a little bit. Use him the first three, three and a half quarters. Then you might have to check him out a little bit. Yeah, I think I think an interesting strategy they could try. You know how like late in games they'll like, you know, if you have a good offensive player and a good defensive player, you like keep subbing them. Yeah, I think you might have to <laughs> put Russell in on defense. Right. Then. Yeah. <laughs> just get him out the game because. Yeah, he just he, he just does too much. It's like just slow down, get a good shot, but that's not in his his game. It's not know? in his DNA. And he's been in the NBA for 12 seasons. Yeah, he's a so vet. It's not like, you know, it's not like he a young buck so he's still learning, getting the kinks out. He's been MVP, three mm-hmm. times triple double like I said. He's got big money. Like he has nothing left to prove, man, so just play inside yourself. You're not, you're not playing for a contract. You're not playing for a reputation. Everybody know you're a super-duper star. You're one of the most athletic point guards in the history of the game. Now just relax. And then the, the same thing, it's like this is this is Harden's team. Like he should be taking those clutch shots. Just yeah. like when the OKC, you got an eight-feet-tall superstar <laughs> that can yeah, shoot KD. from half court, right. and you, 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 you taking the last shot. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like get let the superstar be the superstar. You know, I yeah. don't, I think he has a hard time doing it. Yeah. I, I don't even think it, it crosses his mind. I think he's just like in the moment. Yeah, and he's just like. But but dude, that's okay if you're in your second season, third. Yeah, dude, you've been in the league for over ten years. Come on, you can't keep saying I'm in the moment. Sooner or later, <laughs> you got to look in the mirror and be like, okay, maybe yeah. I should make a little bit of an adjustment here. But I don't know. But I still have Houston to upset the Lakers. Now mm. your Lakers, come on, Houston, let's do it, Rockets. As of this podcast, they down 2-1, but I still believe they could pull it off because the Lakers are just too old, and it's time to put them to bed. Night-night. Now, you you talking about the Lakers in trouble. I think your team, the Clippers, that's the real trouble. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, they won last night, right? So yep. they're up 2-1. Up 2-1. But they barely won that game. And Jamal Murray had only 14 points. He shot 29%. He yeah. had an off night. Yeah, he was and they off. barely came out that game. And the Nuggets, you guys, you guys both had them as your dark horse. They are proving you guys right. They are looking really good. They have a lot of depth, a lot of talent. Jamal Murray is playing out his mind. I think Jamal Murray might be the best playoff performer ever. He went from averaging <laughs> he went from averaging 18 points in the regular season. Now he's dropping 27, shooting over 50%, shooting over 40% from three. Uh, and he, you know, he, he put Jamal Murray out, or he put, um, what's Utah? Donovan Mitchell out the playoffs, even though he was dropping 40 in night. He was, it's true. And now he's, he's doing the same on the Clippers, even though he had an off game yesterday. But, I think the Clippers are in trouble here. Dude, I like what Jamal Murray is doing, but you talking about him like he MJ. He ain't all in the that. playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He putting he, up those numbers. No, nah, I admit, he is putting up numbers for now, but I'm not worried about Jamal Murray staying so hot to, to, to send the Clippers home. I mean, we still got Kawhi. We still got playoff P, Patrick Beverly, and the rest of the squad. So I don't know, man. I, I can't go. I can't roll with that. Not, not off no Jamal Murray. It's not no just Jamal son. Murray. You got another player who I think might be the most talented big man I've ever seen. Come the on, Joker. Man. Come on, man. Jokic. Come on, <laughs> name name another big ah, man in ah, NBA history ah. that can take you down low. Okay. Score. Take you outside. Hit the three. Hit okay. the mid range. Beautiful jump shot. Okay. Also. He's not just a great passer. He's literally like the point guard. He's literally the facilitator on the team. Yeah. And he does it all. And he and he might be, I think behind LeBron, he might be the the second best passer in the bubble. And so of the teams left. His full court passing, 
Name another big man that can do it all like him. At, at his size, at his, his weight like that. Okay, we talking about a center and we talking about passing. Like 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 uh throwing like, like Iverson said. Playoff? Y'all talking about practice? You talking about passing? <laughs> Man, he's seven foot seventeen. And he's the best passer on the team. That's what I'm saying. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't get a seven footer to be who is he, Bill Walton? You don't get a seven footer to be the best passer on the team. I like the Joker. I do. But yeah, you giving him a little more credit. Twenty four, eleven, and five. Dropping. He nice. The Joker nice. Dropping. And he young too. He not an old. Nobody guy, can guard him on the Clippers. Yeah, but they don't really have to. Like he's not a king. <laughs> he's not the Diesel. He's not the type gonna send you home. Now he gonna get busy, and Murray gonna get busy. I like the way Gary Harry playing defense. I like uh, Michael it, Porter. I like Porter. Uh, is it Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, wait, no, 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 not him. I like Porter, that's what I meant to say. I like Porter, so I like the pieces that they have, but none of them are to me. When you're talking about a team, the caliber of the Clippers, they aren't send you home guys, and it's for a reason. They're good, but I'm not worried about them sending them home. No, sir, sorry. Because as long as the Joker is the best passer on the team and he's seven <laughs> foot nine, we okay. We going to be all right. <laughs> Keep on passing, Joker. Yeah, so, I, but I, I, think the, I think the Clippers are going to polish them off. I like Denver, though, and I think they, but I think they need to add something else. I don't know what they're missing, but no, I don't think they can send Kawhi home. What, well, they are still young, you know. Uh, if If you look at them, you know, Jokic, what is this, his third, fourth year? You know? Yeah. yeah. They, and to be where they are and making the, the noise they are, I think they're already kind of ahead of the curve. And then uh, Michael Porter Jr., I think with a couple more years, he could be a, re- a legitimate force in the league. So I think I think they just need a little more time. But I do think they have enough right here, right now, to send the Clippers packing if they don't take it serious. Because think about they they barely made it out that Maverick series. It took Luka Doncic being banged up, and they were purposely messing with his ankle, and Porzingis got hurt. Before True. that, the series was kind of going the Mavericks way. True. Luka hit that game winner. They had all the momentum. Porzingis wasn't able to come back, and then Luka kept getting banged up. But they barely made it out that series, if you really, really think about it before the injuries. True that, but they don't have Luka Dantich. They got <laughs> I'm Jokic. Sorry. I'm sorry. They got the Nokic Joker. and Jamal Murray put together is not Luka the Don. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a whole nother level. Luka now, Luka is one of those young guys where you start talking about the LeBrons, the Kawhis, the the Steph Curry's you could now you could add Luca in that conversation. You can't add Murray and Jokic there. Sorry, wow. sorry. So I'm still rolling with my Clippers. I still believe. All right, now let me ask you a question. Toronto, mm. the defending champs, they look like they're on the ropes. Yeah, Boston's looking good. Yeah, the Boston looking good. They up three two as of the podcast, and I'm I'm starting to think. Is Jason Tatum and Brown next year? Are they going to be the best one-two punch in basketball? They they don't have a strong case, you know. Uh, Jason Tatum can hit you at all levels of the court, inside, outside. Great defender. Same thing with Jalen Brown. He can score three point inside, outside, drive, dunk on you, and a great defender. Both great two way players. I mean, it's possible. They're going to be in a conversation. I mean, and now with Kimba, is that the best one, two, three combo? Mm. I mean, that of the likes of maybe a Golden State? Let's calm down a little bit. Um, <laughs> they don't have Kevin Durant. So <laughs> no, Kevin, Kevin gone. Are you talking about better State? than Golden State right now? Golden State right now, they have, they have Steph Curry. Oh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, Golden right. State. Oh, are they the new hmm. Steph Clay and Draymond? Like, if you was picking today, now if you was picking for next season because of their youth, because of their talent, because of their upside, would you take Steph, who's been injured a little bit lately, even though he is one of the greats of all time, right? 
Klay Thompson, who had a season-ending injury, and Draymond Green, who I think is a really good player, but I think he gets a little more juice because he's with the the, the Splash Brothers, the two greatest three-point shooters in the history of basketball. Right. So that opens up a lot for him. So now is Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum, and Brown, are they the new big three in that mm. in that in that backcourt? See you Golden State. You're a little older, a little more banged up. You had mm. your props now. Don't get me wrong. Been, went to the NBA Finals five times, won three chips. Steph Curry, first unanimous MVP of all time. Klay Thompson, one of the best two-way players with a jump shot we've ever seen. Mm. Draymond is an all-star, good defensive player. But are they being dethroned now by Boston? I say yes. If I was picking for next season, give me Kimba, give me Jason, give me Brown. They're younger, they're athletic, and they just have a certain grit about them that I like. Sorry, Golden State. Your time might be up, and not because of talent. I think Draymond will probably get in the hall because of those guys, and we know yeah. that Curry and Clay is, is a first battle Hall of Famers. But are they kind of hitting that more of a down stroke, or do they have anything left in the tank to make another run at a few more chips? Well, okay. Well, the first part. Yeah, I do think right now today, if you're picking, you gotta you gotta go with the Celtics because they are younger and they got they got a lot of they still got room to grow. You know, they're not even in their prime. I think we've pretty much seen the prime of Steph Curry. I don't think they'll ever replicate that seventy three and nine season. Uh, he might. I don't think he'll ever win another MVP. Maybe I'm not putting it out the books, depending on how he comes back from these injuries, but. Golden State's not done. They got the second pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's they gonna draft. Yeah, they gonna either yeah, yeah. trade the pick and get yeah. another All Star right away and try to win right away, or they're just gonna or and then they might get like Giannis or something. I wouldn't even be surprised. Ay 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 ay. So or they just gonna t- t- keep the pick, draft a, another young star, let them develop a couple years, and they're gonna be right back on the top of the West. So Golden State's not out. By any means But I do have a question for you Okay And I was thinking about this the other day And when I first thought about it It sounded kind of stupid But I thought about some more Is Kimba better than Kyrie Irving? Ooh That's a nice one Because when I, when I first thought about it you like, no, not Kyrie but then you look at how the Celtics are playing with Kyrie and now with Kimba. You're like, huh? They are playing better. True. He's he's so he's 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 probably a better teammate at least chemistry wise in this situation. True. And then I started looking at the stats. They they were both drafted in the same year. Mm-hmm. Kyrie he does have two more All Star appearances. He obviously has a championship, but I, I feel like if Kimba played with LeBron, he'll probably have a championship too. Okay. And. When you start to break them down, the only difference, Kyrie has averaged 22 points over his career. Okay. Kimber's averaged 19. Everything else is pretty much the same. Same amount of rebounds, same amount of assists, same amount of steals. Okay. But Kimber Walker, even though they're drafting the same year, he's played 150 more games than Kyrie. Yeah, Kimber's real durable. And so, the best ability is availability. That's true. But when I really think about that, you know what? No, sorry, (laughs) sorry. I like Kimba, but when Uncle Drew is healthy, no, no, uncheckable. (laughs) And I like Kimba. I like Kimba a lot. But no, he ain't Uncle Drew. He Mm. just not. He just not, man. It's something about Kyrie. He just has that on switch. And when when he's healthy and when he flick it, it's it's a wrap. Even he the only player I've seen that gave the king, LeBron James, the luxury to step back a little bit and he said, just give just give it to me. Mm. Give it to me, Bron. Nobody has ever done that with Bron. D-Wade couldn't do it with Bron. Mm. Chris Bosch couldn't do it with Bron. Any of his any of the other guys he ever had on Cleveland could never do it. He's the first guy in LeBron's career where LeBron could step back and say, Hey man, help me. Do it. And he like, okay, I got you. Come here. True that. Uh, 
uh, Uncle Drew put the foo fops on you. Sorry, <laughs> I love Kemba, and I don't care if he played 200 more games than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is so special, man. But you're right, he is a little injury prone. And by the way, I do want to make a quick footnote. Um, everything I said about the Golden State Warriors was absolutely wrong. I said, I said, <laughs> <laughs> I have the right to change my mind. I just thought about it. Steph, Clay, Draymond, they got the number two pick in the draft. They're coming back strong next year. So let me be quiet. <laughs> I got a little froggy again. I do that sometimes, folks. I get a little fired up. I talk a little crazy, but I'm man enough right during the podcast. This is the only sports podcast where doing the podcast, I'll take it back. So sorry. Hey, Boston, I love you, but not yet. Y'all too little. Golden State with, with Steph Curry, Clay. They still, no, nah, no, nah, sorry. Yeah, I got a little premature with that. But Boston, they on their way. But no, nah, I'm, I'm taking that one back. But yeah. But but yeah, back to Kimba and Kyrie. I yeah. do think uh I I I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I think definitely for the Celtics, Kimba is a lot better than Kyrie was. I agree. I agree. And then I'm a, I'm a big fan of both players. I think that the the advantage for me. But if Kimba wins a couple championships, we might have a different conversation. Now we can talk. And 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 but Kyrie, remember, he is coming back with KD next year. <sighs> that's gonna we don't even talk. That's gonna and, be tough. And he is coming back yeah. with Dinwiddie next year. And yep. he is coming back with DeAndre Jordan next year. And Levert. Year. And we saw what Levert has became. We saw what Joe Harris has become uh, during the bubble. So if they Allen. just <laughs> if they just get a little bit right, um, you know, Brooklyn. Yeah. They're gonna the be Nets might be, be right at the top of trophies. the Because you thought Kyrie and LeBron was special. Now you got Kyrie and KD. Oh, my goodness. And guess Ooh. what? And to top it off, they have Steve Nash as their coach. And they got Steve Nash for, <laughs> with the coach. Yeah, Brooklyn's going to be that's, – that's, we'll say that for the offseason. But Brooklyn, they're going to be tough to beat next year. Yeah, so, hey, sorry, Kimba. You're not catching Kyrie <laughs> no time soon. But I like you, though. I and, like you a lot. And then one advantage Kyrie has, too, I think if you're all-time great at something, to me – and and maybe you know some older players, but I think Kyrie has the best ball handling skills ever in the history of basketball. I haven't that he he's the only player where if you watch him, he'll like do something you've literally never seen I agree. done it's outside of like a street ball game. Like I don't even he just be making stuff up. Man, it's and, crazy, dude. And then being able not just to dribble, but then to shoot off the dribble at such a high percentage is is crazy. So wait a minute. Are you are you are, is Mike Burr pulling the Mike B? Are you switching <laughs> in the middle of the podcast? I said on I was your just own posing, theory. <laughs> I was just posing the question. Okay, okay. But if they win a championship, we're gonna have to start talking about Kimba different. Okay. Well, you know, if if, <laughs> if 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 they do it, then yeah, we could have that conversation. And then I right want to see that matchup Sorry. next year when when they come Brooklyn oh, that's Celtics. Gonna be, man, that's gonna be yeah. fantastic, man. But anyway, let's go to another something that happened tonight. Mm. Just as of the podcast, the Miami Heat sent the Bucks home. Bye bye. Bye bye, Bucks. Four mm. one. And really could have swept them. Yeah, they, Bucks just had a magical, you know, win one for the Gipper game when Giannis went down. They really deserved it. Yeah, they swept. rallied when Giannis went down. Yeah, but yeah. They they almost lost that one too. And it still took overtime. It yep. took Chris Middleton probably had the best game of literally his career mm -hmm. to save just to give him some sort of dignity to win a game. But here's my question. Giannis is on the last year of his contract next season. Bob Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it out, man. Do you both? Now, but that's not, but out. here's the question. Right. Here's the question. If you're Milwaukee, do you think you can re-sign Giannis or do you trade him next season while you can't? Do you pull an Anthony Davis, get a big package uh. for him, get rid of him now, or do you think you hold on and then it's kind of like, because he's going to be the most sought after unrestricted. If he doesn't pony up mm -hmm. before the end of the season, he will literally be the most sought after free agent since the LeBron James sweepstakes seven, eight years ago. 
Yeah. When it was just the talk of the town and LeBron waited with waited like the 23rd hour of the final day of the free agency period and he said I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Yeah. Do you take that risk in Milwaukee mm. and you try to just win with them next season? But then again, if they underachieve again in the playoffs, now he's unrestricted. You got to try to keep him in a small market. You got to try to keep him in a Bucks uniform and he will be the most highly courted free agent since that LeBron James time. Everybody's going to want him for offense, defense, MVPs, and he's still in like his early 20s. Yeah. So what do you do if you're the Bucks? Do you trade him next season, get a package before the trade deadline? Like Anthony Davis said, you out of there or do you take that risk? I'm, I'll, I'll answer this from two perspectives. So if I'm the Bucks front office, I'm doing what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. I'm giving him the largest contract in the history before his deal is even up. I'm just going to give him whatever, however much they can give him, 800 million, 10, 12 years, whatever it is. But it's a little different with the NBA. The what? NBA has max restrictions. Mm. They, they can only, you can only do so much. You could a max deal for the NBA. You know what it's, oh, it yeah, has to be. Yeah. You can only say five years, X amount. That's the most you can get. It's not like football where you can kind of freestyle a little bit. So, and mm. then if you go to another team, then you know your max you could get. So those numbers are there. So mm. you don't have that luxury like the KC uh, KC Chiefs with with Patty Mahomes. Well, they better try to do something under the table. Because if I'm honest, <laughs> if I'm honest, and, and we did this a couple of days ago. Chris Middleton is signed till 2023, where he has a $40 million player option. Mm. Eric Bledsoe signed to 2022. Yep. Lopez is signed to 2022. Mm. George Hill is signed to 2021. Hmm. So basically, I'm looking at the for roster. The next, next couple of years, three years, that's going to be the team. Yeah, that's the that's basically the the five. Yeah, that's that's pretty much gonna be your your main five guys. So, I'm looking at this roster. Yeah, obviously you're you're gonna be a compete a uh, competitor, so you're not gonna have a high draft pick any of the next years. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta I, I, go. I would honestly pull the same move, Anthony Davis. Like you can either trade me now, or I'm just gonna leave. Mm. And they're gonna have to trade him. I don't think they'll pull the same mistake the Pelicans did. I think they'll they, and they're gonna get a boatload for them, and I think it would be best for both teams because I can't see Milwaukee winning the championship. If I think this was their year to to get over that hump, but next year the Raptors are still gonna be there. The Celtics are gonna be even better. We talked about Brooklyn, and the, Ooh, yeah. the East is just gonna get stronger. And there, you rocking with the same guys, you're just gonna be the same. So if I'm looking at the roster. I'm saying trade me now. You're going to get a boatload for Giannis. You're going to get picks and players. And then I would even try to do some three, four team deals to dump maybe Middleton's contract if if somebody wants to take it or just try to clear some cap space and just rebuild. Mm. But okay. Giannis, you know Giannis is only 25 years old, man. Crazy. Two-time MVP, defensive player of the year. And he still hasn't really reached his full potential. Like, he still doesn't have the consistent jump yeah. shot, the consistent pull-up game. Once he develops that, it was kind of like once Michael Jordan developed a little more to his repertoire, like he got stronger mm-hmm. and developed a fadeaway, it was just, it was nothing you could do with yeah, him. Yeah, when Giannis gets a three, he going to be in the GOAT conversation because it's, yeah. it's going to be nothing you could do at that point. Yeah, he like a video game player. Like, if you was to design a, vi- a video game player, yeah. that big, that strong, that fast, that athletic you know, and he has a great work ethic. Kobe was his mentor. God rest his soul. Kobe talked to him and said, dude, you could be the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. And now he has a kind of a Mamba mentality. Yep. Man, it's, he, he's going to be a sight to see. And teams are going to be salivating to get him after the end of next season. So you say the Bucks should go with the dump. Dump now while you can. Get, some, get, some, get something for him. I would I would talk to him. I would say, hey, I'll put the contract on the table. Like, hey, we'll, we'll give you the max extension now. We got some, uh, you know, endorsements or something. I don't know. But I, I would do anything I can to get him to commit this season. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to take that chance of him just walking away. And now you you stuck with Middleton and Lopez as your, as your main two players. But see, here's the thing, too. The NBA has a great union. Mm. So when a player says they don't want to talk about it, deal with my agent. 
during the course of the season. You really can't. It's not like the olden days where you could bully them and, you know, have yep. Rocco meet them in the alley and talk with them. You can't really do a lot because of that union. Yeah. And they are protected as a player and they do have a right to not talk. So that's what happened with, you know, Anthony Davis gave the Pelicans a, a break. He said, look, I'm going to be forthright with y'all because I like y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming back. Yep. Trade me why you can And they still The GM uh, messed up <laughs> Right But he just messed up And got himself yeah. fired And they end up trading him anyway But He could do like LeBron LeBron said I'm not talking about it I'll deal with it At the end of the season I'm trying to win a championship And with that union You can't touch him yeah. You can't say a word Yeah There's nothing you could do So the Bucks are going to be in Between a rock and a higher place If he doesn't sign an extension yeah. Which If I'm his agent In his own best interest I'm like No dude You ain't signing no extension no, 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 no. We'll just wait till the end of the season, man. The world will be your oyster. Yeah, he could literally, any team he wants to go to, they'll make room for him to be there. Just like the king. And then they'll instantly be a championship contender. I agree. He could, if he wants to pull a LeBron and try to orchestrate his own team or just go to the Warriors or the Lakers or Houston or whatever, I mean, any team would be a instant finals favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Would the Bucks be better off without him, though? Because mm. when he's in the game, they don't – or is it the coach? I mean, like when he's in the game, they don't really do a whole lot. It's like, look at Giannis. Giannis <laughs> do it all, and we'll try to help you a little bit. I, no, no. That's ridiculous. That's like saying the Cavs would have been better without LeBron. Okay. Because everybody yeah. was standing around watching LeBron, waiting for it to get a pass. That's It's the same thing. It's like when you're that great. I think they messed up in they've done a great job acquiring talent, but it's no dog when I look at this team, it's no dogs. And that's why they lost to Miami, because Miami is a team full of dogs. Jimmy, yeah. Dragon, Hero. They play with that toughness. They play yeah, with that exactly. Bam and and Crowder and Iguadala. They you know, they hustle. They Milwaukee, they're they're you know, it's no dogs on this team where you like, oh, we gotta it's just pretty much, oh, it's just Giannis and then you know, the other guys, if they score, okay, cool. It's no other guy that instills fear in your heart. You know, that's that's why we've seen with LeBron, you know, that was the same problem with the Cavs. But then when he went to the Heat, now you got, oh, we got LeBron and Wade and Bosh. And then we came back. Oh, now we got to deal with LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah. It's like, dang, now we got to deal with LeBron and Anthony Davis. So they never got him that other guy where you're you're actually have to game plan and try to shut him down yeah and who decided to let brooke lopez be a three-point specialist (laughs) he making them (laughs) he making them but that don't help that don't help you you everybody want okay good let the seven two guy who's athletic he can score in the post yeah he's i mean he's had he's had four or five seasons where he scored maybe even six seasons where he scored 20 or more or right under 20. I mean, he can get buckets in the post. Yep. I don't know why all of a sudden in the offense, he out there shooting threes. And and I think it's just a bad mix of talent because Giannis is going to dominate the post. So you don't need another big man down there. And that's why he moved out to the three-point line. So I think that's just a personnel thing. And he and to his credit, he makes the threes. It's not like no, no. I'm sorry, man. I don't you, care if he make a hundred and fifty. No, it's not enough space in the paint. You can't have Brooke Lopez and what's Giannis gonna do? Just watch. Okay, well, no. We'll make him come off the. No, Lo, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> if I'm the coach, he can't tell me, "Hey, coach, this is what I decided." Uh, Giannis is killing in the in the paint, so I know I'm seven foot two and I can score in the post too. But I'm gonna just start shooting threes. Okay, Brooke, that sounds good, man. You are <laughs> three point specialist. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Get your butt down there. We'll run a, a twin. T- you ever heard of the twin towers? Now this is a little old school. This is before your time. Ralph Sampson, Akeem Olajuwon. Before mm. Ralph Sampson got injured, they were on their way to something special. Both of them were in the post. And Ralph Sampson had that kind of versatility like a Brooke Lopez, but he ain't start shooting threes. And they just <laughs> started doing twin tower in the post, and they tore some people up. Made it to the NBA Finals yeah. in the 80s. Then, of course, Ralph Sampson got hurt. That's a little old school fact for the young bucks. Yeah, maybe they, they should have tried that. They yeah, they should have tried they that, They should have tried something. <laughs> you can't be 7-2 and then tell yeah. me, yeah, coach, yeah, I'm just going to start shooting threes because we got Giannis. Oh, man, man, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Get down there, bang. Or you coming off the bench and bang. Anywhere it go, you're going to have to bang. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. But I I don't know. I think Giannis seems like a loyal guy. Um, but you know, that's the way the NBA is now. You see Kawhi bouncing around, you see all the superstars are, are making their own decisions, so maybe he follows that trend. Or maybe he goes old school like Dame Lillard and says, I'm just gonna stay with the team that drafted me. But yeah. He Lo- seems he seems more like that type of guy, a loyal guy. Um mm. but if I if I if I'm honest, I'm out. I'm out too. Because they're not winning the championship. Hey, look, man, if if the Bulls let the greatest of all time, not only the greatest player, but the most marketable player, not only in the history of basketball, in the history of sports, mm. play for another franchise. He spent, what, three seasons with the Washington Wizards. Yeah. I ain't talking about it. He didn't lead the Bulls <laughs> to go to L.A. He didn't lead the Bulls to go to Washington. He didn't even lead the Bulls to go to Philly. They let Michael Jordan end up with the Washington Wizards. Yep. The Washington Wizards. It ain't no loyalty. No. If MJ <laughs> could play for the Wizards, anybody could go anywhere at any time. Yep. All right, man. So that's our recap. April, hit us up. I know you got some information. Yeah, well, the Oklahoma, this is two parts. Oklahoma City decided to part ways with Billy Donovan. They're done. And, of course, in... Disappointing fashion. The Chicago Bulls are actually interested in this guy as the head coach. Oh, God. We just don't want to win a championship, dude. We were from Chicago, and they just they just pretend they don't even know <sighs> people are out there. Keep going, April. I'm sorry. That's the two-part that the Bulls are actually looking at this. A guy who just got fired because he can't deliver in the playoffs. Right. Okay. Makes that's sense. That's crazy. That, and that, that's so the Bulls. It's not even surprising. Yeah. If they don't get a, a former player or a ch- somebody, they need somebody with some rings, somebody with some respectability. Yeah. Some or just go to the Raptors or go to Golden State and just steal one of their coach. Like it's not no, that hard. No, look, you got <laughs> Scottie Pippen, you got Horace Grant. Yeah. I don't care if you got Dennis Rodman, Superman, Batman, Rodman. You got guys that won chips with you, BJ Armstrong. I don't care who you get. Get somebody from the old team. They're just sitting <laughs> around. They're doing podcasts and stuff like that. Hire somebody from the old team. But anyway, April, keep going. And so we're going to move over to the NFL now. So Cam Newton, he says signing with the Patriots is a match made in heaven for him. Mm. Okay. I, I like that. I think I think Belichick is the right coach for Cam. You know, he's he's had a great history of taking players that people counted out, but are still obviously very talented. And uh, now we're going to see – I think we're going to see one of Cam's best seasons. I think he's going to be able to rival that MVP season. But the only issue is a lot of the Patriots' top talent is sitting out uh, yeah. the season due to COVID. So, But the Patriots do have a way of finding guys from mid-majors, and they just pick guys up from Walmart, and then all of a sudden – but that was with Tom Brady. So I don't know yeah, you could, if you that could, was Tom. You could put me out there with Tom Brady. <laughs> bang, I'm open, Brady hit me. <laughs> bang, bang. I'll be an all-pro with Tom Brady, dude. <laughs> so we, we, I know the Patriots scouting is incredible, but uh, we'll, we'll, that's that's the big question of the season. Was it Belichick or was it Brady? And See, but, find but here's out. the thing about Cam. I want to know what he's going to do if they lose and if they lose one or two games in a row. Because mm. the New England media is way different than Charlotte media. Yeah, the passion of the New England fans is way different than the Charlotte fans. People, mm. teams on the East Coast, they will cheer you, they will make you so confident, but they will boo and they will throw snowballs and they will get busy out there. Charlotte, they southern southern gentlemen and southern bells. They're a little more laid back, a little mm-hmm. more reserved. They're playing in that good weather. <laughs> it ain't like that in New England. So I'm curious to see what is Cam going to do when he starts losing? Because we've seen if he starts losing, because we've seen Cam pout and we've seen Cam with all that talent go into a turtle shell when he don't play well. So I'll, I, that's why I have to see can he handle the pressure of mm. being on the modern day America's team. Dallas Cowboys are American team, but for the last 20 years, yep. the Patriots have been America's team. They're going to have a lot of national games. They're going to be under a lot of scrutiny mm-hmm. because they were winning and because Brady is gone. Can he handle that? That's what I'm concerned about with Cam. Talent wise, we know he has it. Mm-hmm. One of the most gifted guys to ever pick up a football. 
but it's that mental, bro. Because they going to be merciless. If you play bad yeah. there, they are merciless. Yeah, they going to let you know. And Belichick will, Belichick, they're not going to baby him in Charlotte. Belichick will bench you. Belichick will bench you while you throwing the ball. You'll throw that <laughs> sucking as the ball in the air. Belichick be like, come off, come off the field. Come out, come out. And put somebody else in. You know, he, he'll he swap guys yeah. out in a minute. He'll trade a guy in a minute. So that's what I'm interested with. I what remember he benched, his, uh, he benched his starting, I forget the player's name, but he benched one of his starting linebackers because they were like two minutes late to practice during the playoffs. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, Belichick, he, he doesn't, uh, he, he, he didn't even give special treatment to Brady. And that's why Brady ultimately left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, April, anything else? Hit us, hit us. Well, as we all know and have heard about, um, Deshaun Watson contract, four-year extension, $160 million. Mm. Mitch Trubisky is started for the quarterback for the Bears, Chicago Bears. Yeah, Deshaun Watson uh, just re-signed with the Texans. So that's I – think, I, I think this was kind of expected after what happened with Mahomes. He got the historic deal. Um, so they just went ahead and extended them. You know, Mahomes set the new bar for the quarterback market. They decided to lock him up instead of because you talking about him, for Deshaun. Yeah, they decided to lock Deshaun up instead of letting him uh, test free agency. Okay. Um, and I guess that puts the spotlight now back on the Cowboys. Where are they gonna do with Dak? Yeah, I, I don't know. But Dak, he's stuck in he's stuck in that um that one year franchise tag right now, which you know. I saw a relative. It's still $31 million, but I know mm-hmm. he wanted to be 41 or 51, but we'll see. You know, the Cowboys are always a soap opera. So the soap opera continues. That's what makes the Cowboys interesting. You got to give it to them. Yeah. Jerry Jones and all his players, they're always characters. They're always a great story. But I know for Cowboy fans, they want to get past the soap opera and they want to win some playoff games and possibly get back to the Super Bowl. But we know it's going to be a lot of drama, a lot of whatsoever with the Dallas Cowboys once again. Yeah, and and the Bears, uh, I guess they like what they're seeing from Mitch. But yeah, they told us for about seven years we love what we see in Cutler. This is going to be year oh, Cutler turns the corner. Okay. So, my thing is why why they do it so early? Like to me that to me as a fan, I'm thinking now it was never a competition to begin with. They just wanted to bring in foes as a like emergency plan. True, but to name Trubisky to start already have, is he really that imp- impressive versus Nick Foles already? You can just tell that already. He ha- that means to make that decision this early, he has to be just balling in practice. But last last offseason, they say he was balling in practice. They always tell us Chicago's <laughs> been telling us that since Cutler. So we haven't had a consistent winner at quarterback since the punky QB Jim McMahon and that was in the 80s so they've been playing this dog and pony show with us for years yeah that, yeah I think I think this is the guy this is the one they've been doing that with us for years we went on defense and special teams and running the football so let's just pray the Bears have a, a stellar defense we can run the football and we had great special teams and Trubisky can just manage the game. And again, man, I don't even want to dog Trubisky. I like I think Trubisky has some skill set. Yeah, but he's, I think he's very the, talented. I think the Bears are making him ugh, you know they they kind of doing that to him, man. Like no. And, <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> no. When when you have Deshaun Watson <laughs> Who just balled out on Alabama, which is basically the NFL, in two yeah. national championship games back to back. Right. You got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And you take nobody was even checking for him. No, you wasn't. trade up. Right. Yeah. That's, that's gonna go down as one of the worst <laughs> draft picks. If he does not ball out oh, this season oh, and win MVP, that's oh. gonna go down as one of the worst. This is maybe even the worst draft decision ever. Yeah, it might be. And and here's and look up, y'all. Let me be honest, y'all. We Bears fans, so we not hating. We want the Bears to win. I want Maserati Mitch to not be Monster Mitch. I want him to play well. I want us to go fifteen and one and win the Super Bowl. But man, the Bears make it so hard. Yeah, they make it so hard, man. Yeah, April. What else? And 
some good news for the Southsiders and White Sox fans, White Sox Nation all around the world. We're in first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. along with our rivals on the north side of the Chicago Cubs. Okay, all right. That's cool. That's all right. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sox, baby. Let's go. Let's rock with the Sox, y'all. But yeah, it looks like the uh, the Sox finally developing. Uh, they they they've added some pieces and uh, yeah. it's looking good. It's looking and, like we're gonna have some good longevity too. And wouldn't that be crazy if this COVID year with no fans and all the things we're dealing with in baseball? Don't say it. <laughs> then finally the White Sox play the Cubs wow. in the World Series. That would be it. Would be bittersweet. I mean, the yeah. city will be on fire. But we just, it wouldn't be the same, but it would be the same, but it wouldn't be the same, you know, but it yeah, would that, be the that, same. That, the, the Cubs are probably going to fall. They have to fall off, so I'm going to call it. That can't, that can't happen this year, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. That just, Let's root against the Cubs. Sorry, just, Cub fans. That would just put a damper even on this more crazy year. Then it's like yeah. the White Sox and the club, Cubs face in the World Series. Yeah. But guess man. what? Yeah. No one can go to a game. Nobody yeah. can go to a sports bar to watch the game together. Yeah, that's torture. Yeah, that would that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but shout out to the Cubs. I mean, we Sox fans all day in this house. We Southside is born and raised all of us. But uh, yeah, we still white, rooting for our White Sox. But for all the Cub fans of the podcast, you know, we give you some love. It's still the shot. So you know, y'all like. Uh, that's coming team. from Mike B and I from Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all the other team for us, you know. No. All right, April, you got any tennis news? I know you was talking about tennis. Yeah, well, Serena is on her quest to win another major. She is in the quarterfinals. She's looking pretty good. Okay. If she well, if she wins this one, would she have the most ever or tied? It's She'll be tied. Tied for the most ever. Yeah, for the most ever uh major wins of all time. Yep. I mean, she already has that record in the open era. Right. But mm. just for the statistics, I think it's a 25? 24. 24. So she wins that one more. She'll have the most ever. And uh, I think she's already the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think she's already yeah. the GOAT. But but for the GOAT, she wants that as well. She wants that last one. Just that yeah. last one, which would be sweet, you know. All right, man. This was a real good podcast. We was rocking and rolling. We got some more stuff coming up on our next one. Hit the like button, subscribe, share with a friend. Tell us what you think. Mike Burr, you got anything else, brother? Uh, go Lakers. Um, about to. Oh, man. Losing to the Rockets right now. But the score will be different than me. <laughs> <laughs> in. Come on, Houston. Give me that upset. April T, you got anything? Yeah. Um, Bulls. Please do not hire Billy Donovan. Boo, please, man. Please, boo. I'm, I'm, I will continue my boycott if they if they get Billy Donovan. I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm starting something. Hire Scotty Pippen. Hire Scotty. Hashtag Scottie hire Scotty. Hashtag hire Scotty. Well, that's it. So, again, hit the like button, subscribe, check us out on all the social media platforms, and you know how we do it. Mike Burr, drop the beat.